Welcome back. This is Mr. 300 bringing you episode 2 in my conquest of 300. Disclaimer, all the stories you hear are absolutely true. The names of myself and others have been changed for their privacy and mine. If you haven't checked out my last episode, go ahead and check that out now. We'll pick off where I ended with Taylor and how she was the one I learned to lie from. And the tricks and lies that I still use to the day. So after Taylor, I met a beautiful girl. So beautiful, in fact, that me, of all people, settled down. This girl, for the story, we'll call Jamie. Now, Jamie was two years younger than I was, fresh out of high school, and gorgeous. And instantly, I loved this girl. Jamie was, at the time, what I was looking for. And, you know, being young, dumb, and an average guy, I mean, she was everything I wanted at this point in my life. So, you know, when I was younger, I didn't have this mindset and this goal that I have now, a a number to hit, and requirements. You know, all I cared about, you know, was what most normal people do at that age, is finding that one person. And, you know, I honestly thought Jamie was that one person. And, you know, I even remember the day I met her at a movie theater and, you know, it just, you know, it was great. And me and Jamie had a lot of fun. You know, I settled down with her. Everything was going good until I decided to join the military. So Jamie was very supportive to me about it, joining. So I joined. We ended up getting married And during my time in service overseas, Jamie decided she couldn't handle being alone and decided to mess around. Of course, I found out about it and we ended up separating and, you know, divorcing. I think Jamie was the one who broke me. I, you know, this whole life I wanted this family. I wanted to be this married man. But... After the first real love of my life broke me, I was done. I didn't care at that point. And it wasn't that I wanted revenge. It was just I got to the point where I just didn't care about relationships. You know, it was time to look out for myself for once. Um, and, you know, I, I wouldn't say I gained a lot of confidence because of Jamie. You know, because, I mean, it, it really... It, It broke me as a person. Between her and the military was, you know, changed who I am. And, you know, that's when I was like, you know, it's time to make a change. It's time to be a better person for myself. And, you know, not let these people hold me back. So after Jamie, I decided, hey, she got to have fun. You know, I missed out a couple years of my life, more than a couple years of my life, you know, trying to be this husband, this family man you know, this military, you know, and now I'm out looking good. I'm still young. It's time to have some fun. Now, to find girls at this point, you know, I've been gone for a while. My friends in high school, I didn't really talk to anymore. I was kind of like, you know, this new man, you know, even my best friend at this point was married. And so, you know, he already had his family. So I was kind of on my own. 
well, man, single 20-something-year-old man, it's time to have fun. So at this time is when I first discovered using online to my advantage. And at this point, it was a lot of MySpace and Hot or Not. Now, I still think Hot or Not is around. And instead of MySpace, we all use Facebook, of course. But so I posted on Hot or Not, you know, girls be like messaging me on there. And then I met one of the girls (laughs) on there. Uh, We'll call her Amy. Amy was young. She was like 19, fiery looking redhead, cute as all get out. So I meet her off hot or not. She's like, oh, what do you do? And I'm like, yeah, I just got out of the military. She's like, oh, you know, have you ever been married or nothing? No, no. You know, and that, you know, that's one of the things is like I said, I uh, like I use lies to my advantage. And, you know, I never wanted to admit I was married because honestly, I never considered, you know, my marriage like real. I was always gone to the military. Obviously, she was back home cheating. It wasn't something like I was proud of. You know, I wasn't even proud of the whole divorce thing. But it's whatever. So, you know, she's like, oh, you know, what do you do now? Or, you know, like she asked me what I did. Well, at this time, I literally just got out of the military. I didn't even have a job. But I wasn't about to tell a girl that. Because in my idea, you know, you have to, you know, fake confidence to, you know, fake it till you make it. So I built a persona. And that's, you know, one of the keys. I built this persona of, you know someone I'm not, but it was effective. And, you know, I still use that to a key. I build these personas to fit what I'm trying to accomplish at that time out of that girl. And with Ashley, it was this persona of like this, you know, athletic college kid who had money, you know, that idea gave, you know, that was the idea that she wanted And I implanted in her head that that's what I was. So, I meet up with Ashley. We end up, you know, I remember hooking up a lot. One of the very first times was, again, at a lake. (laughs) We almost get caught by the cops. Um, Ashley was a lot of fun. I think the only reason we ended is, you know, she was still young. She wanted a, a relationship. I just got out of my marriage. I wasn't looking for that. So, I kind of ended things with her. And moved on. Well, then I met another girl. Um, This one we'll call Candy. (laughs) Stripper name, but yeah, we'll call Candy. This was a rich little girl from... I said little girl. I mean, she was two years older than me. But she was a rich girl who already had a kid. And she was from a nice family in the north part of the city. And... Candy was very different. This was my first time really experienced dating a girl with a kid. I didn't really know what to do. The kid was a baby. Um, When I first met her, she had this boyfriend that she recently broke up with. I kind of pulled the, oh, I'm I'm your supportive friend. Talk to me if you need me. I'm here for you. Now, boys, there's a difference between pretending and being. If you end up being a true supportive friend, you'll friend zone yourself and you won't get out of it. Pretending it, the difference of the two is she would talk to me about her boyfriend problems, but I would like change the subject 
or, you know, bring it to like, well, what would make you happy? You know, get her mind off of it. Don't actually listen to her problem. Talk to her about her problems. Change, you know, her mindset on it. Um, and that's what I did, you know, and it's not easy to do. It doesn't work all the time. It wasn't that effective, but in this case it was. So after, you know, she ended things, you know, me and Candy started hooking up, you know, it, we had a lot of fun. There was nothing really like too special about her. Um, we, you know, we would meet here and there. Well, me and, you know, Candy ended because, you know, I made the mistake and, you know, and I look back on it and take my advice. Don't give the ex a chance to come back in her life. <laughs> and, you know, I was young and, you know, he would blow her up all the time. She would always ignore him. And finally I was like, man, why don't you just answer his call? The dumbest words to ever come out of my mouth. Because <laughs> I, I thought, you know, I was comfortable enough in my relationship was like, you know, that we would endure whatever she had to say. I realized, hey, I wiggled my worm in this girl's ear. Obviously, he could do the same thing, which he did. He outplayed me. He ended up winning. I lost. I took it. Never talked to her again. And to this day, I've never seen this girl again. Um, Learned my lesson. You know, and then is when I, I met another girl. And, you know, this one... For the story's sake, we'll call Ashley. Ashley worked at a, you know, a grocery store type thing. And I remember going in there and I was flirting with her one day. And I was like, hey, can I get your number? And she was like, yeah. I was like, wow, that's kind of cool. Well, then I find out, you know, the girl's young as well, 19 still. Um, and, you know, she was a little bit more of a freak than I was. So I was like, okay. You know, we we would go meet up. I'd pick her up at her parents' house. You know, we'd go and hook up in my car wherever we could. You know, one time we even hooked up on the side of their house. And her mom came outside and almost caught us. And instead of having me stop, like, she made me keep going. And we're, like, literally on the side of her house, maybe 40 feet away from her mom. And it was crazy, exciting, fun. You know, I remember one time... We got, you know, hooked up in an apartment, hooked up. Well, Amber wanted a family man. She wanted someone, the mature, you know, single dad type thing. Well, one of the lies I used with, uh, oh, sorry, this, uh, this girl, Ashley, um, I'm thinking of the next girl, <laughs> Ashley, one of the lies I used with Ashley, who wanted the family man, was... You know, she wanted a, you know, family man. I, and I remember the lie I used was, you know, my brother had his kids. So I was like, hey, you know, let me, you know, come with me out to lunch. You know, I'll, I'll hold your kid. I'll tell her this is my kid, you know, whatever. And I did, you know, I, you know, I held my, uh, my boy's kid and I was like, yeah, this is my son, blah, 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 blah. And she's like, oh my God, like. He looks just like you, and, you know, you're such a good dad, and it would be so hard being the single dad. And I was like, yeah, yeah. You know, again, it's these lies and this persona I put off, and it made her want me more, and we would have more and more fun. Um, well, at this point, you know, I needed, you know, a better place, and so I remember getting, uh, I moved into the, you know, new apartment, and uh, it was some of the... <laughs> 
and I, I was working at this time at this apartment complex and you know so I'd be doing their like maintenance or painting or whatever and you know Amber would meet up with me we'd hook up at these empty apartments have fun I probably screwed in half these apartments I worked at um legitimately half the same girl well at the apartments I realized you know being a maintenance man I go into all these houses and you know fixing the things I realized there was a lot of single women who lived in these apartments and one of the, you know one of the women I met at this apartment was this older woman she had like four kids she was in her 40s well I meet up with her and she was very demanding very dominant and you know so I'd go in there and she'd call like with a problem at least every day and I'd always answer it you know and it was seemed like stuff that was easily fixed but you know so we ended up getting talking I just gave her my cell phone number and you know we would end up talking and becoming friends well then she explained to me her husband worked in the oil field well at this time I was like nah man you know like I ain't gonna do a married woman you know whatever like you know I had morals and then she told me oh well we're kind of like separated so I was like, whatever, you know, she's hot. Well, she, you know, and this is the Amber girl, uh, the married woman. She taught me a lot of things, you know, like I would literally be her on the call booty call. You know, we wait till our kids fall asleep. I'd go over there, hook up with her, you know, and, and you know, we lived in the same apartment complex. So I could literally just walk over there any time of the night. So I'd be going back and forth between her house and then her above, so, you know, I learned a lot from her. You know, my confidence started getting higher at this point and higher, you know. And even with her, like, it wasn't ever, like, I was honest with her, you know. It wasn't really too much of a communication-type relationship until I met the girl who lived right above her, who just moved in. Young girl, you know, 21, working at bars and stuff. And she was a lot of, you know, I meet her and I start talking to her and she's like you know, oh, you know, have you lived here your whole life? And I was like, yeah, which I, you know, I I haven't. I moved around a lot, but she's like, oh, you know, that's cool. And, you know, she, I, I can't remember her name, but she was my next one. And, well, I'd hook up with her, but I never stopped hooking up with Amber, who lived below her. And, you know, the girl upstairs, like, none of them, we were ever in, like, committed relationships. It was just more fun type thing. Well, you know, at this point, you know, I, I was hooking up with the one below, the one above. Well, then I meet a girl who was like really close, closer to me in another building, who was another single mom who was a little bit older than me. Well, the other two, the, you know, Amber and the, the girl above her, Amber just wanted fun. She was the one who teach me, do it like this, do it like that, which was helpful for me because it was someone to take me and show me what I needed to do to please a woman. You know, and the right ways to do it and how each woman's different. You know, she was very thorough. She very she she told you what she wanted and made sure that you did it the way she wanted to do. Um and then what I would learn from her, I would use on the girl above her. Well, at this time I meet another girl, and you know, I was just basically fuck buddies with both of them. Well, I mean another girl in the complex, we'll call her Katie. Well, Katie had a son and was, you know, a single mom and she was a little bit older too, but I kind of actually liked Katie. So me and Katie started talking, you know, and I was way, uh, way younger than her. And 
you know, we start talking and, you know, I, I kind of start to be a little bit more real with her, but, you know, not fully. And the more that I start talking to her, I kind of stop sleeping with the other two as much. As much. I'm still sleeping with them, but not. So finally, me and Katie kind of like start this relationship type thing. So I cut it off with the other two. Sometimes, you know, I'd still hook up with the younger one. She'd come over to my place whenever I have a party. So, you know, juggling these three women and having a place where we all live close to each other. It was a lot of simple lies that I had to keep track of. And it was a lot of, and the best way to do that, at least for me to do it, was keep the lie consistent between the three. You know, if you're going to say something, you have to make sure that it's a consistent. Because, and the best way to lie is to believe your lie. So if you're going to say, hey, you know, I'm working late tonight. You need to believe that you're working late tonight in your head so that they're like, oh, okay, what were you doing last night? I was working late. I was working late, working late. You know, and that's a very simplistic version of what I'm trying to say. But, I mean, it is what it is. So I think that, you know, with these girls, it was more of a fact that I was using this persona to get what I wanted. You know, portraying myself as a family man here or a college student there. You know, and I still use persona nowadays to get what I want. But it's more now, It's I use it as a challenge. I create personas that are harder. You know, and th- this episode might not have a lot of tips in it. Um, except for, you know, to let you know that like sometimes if you're just looking to, you know, get your numbers up, you know, you have to betray yourself as a person that you think that girl wants, you know, find out from them and don't make it exactly what they're asking for, but close enough to where it puts that idea in that your mind that you're going to fulfill that need that they're looking for, whether it be the college student, the, you know, millionaire, the whatever you need to be, um, you know, and there's times, you know, that examples that I have used is, you know, I have portrayed everything from, you know, at this time, family man, all this stuff to, you know, a doctor, a lawyer, a senator's son, you have, if you're ever going to do that, make sure you know what you're talking about, in each of the fields. Don't say you're something if you don't know what it is. And you haven't done at least some research on the facts so you can cover yourself up. Create this persona, this mask, you know, and use it to your advantage. And create it. It's, you know, when I say confidence is key, if you don't have any, fake it till you make it. That That is a good example of how to how to use that to your advantage. If you, if you're not confident in yourself, create, be somebody else, create somebody else, create somebody who is confident and then be that person, be that person that you want to be. And then use the, use that personality, that persona to get what you want. And it works. I know it works because I do it. I've done it. I, you know, this week alone, it's worked two times. Since the last episode, I've had three and I'm about to have another one that it's all worked on, you know, 
each one I've used a different persona, a different manipulation to see if it works. You know, I'm not putting tips on here to the stories of how I've done it because it doesn't work. I'm doing it because obviously it does, you know, as, as an average guy, you know, my numbers and it's works and it helps me to do what I need to do. You know, you know, I'm more confident now than, you know, people would say conceited, which is true because I have a big head because I know it works. I know how to get what I want. And it sometimes it's too easy. It's fun, but it's too easy. So, you know, at this time, that's, you know, when I first started all my personas and, you know, learning to find the key into getting the girls to what I want, you know, and I was, I was every time, you know, I've lied to these girls, I was getting more and more comfortable with doing it, you know, and it wasn't like they were always being honest with me. It wasn't like this is a one way uh, street and I just tricked all these girls. No, these girls, a lot of these girls were dishonest with me. Not every single one. I obviously was a lot more dishonest than they were. So it's not like, oh, they're just some victim and, you know, no, that's definitely not how it was. You know, they wanted something from me. I wanted something from them. It was just a different goal we had in mind. My goal just happened to succeed. Well, I think that's a good ending point for this week. And I will be back next week with another episode and to continue on. Um... I will dwell deeper into more stories and more tips on how I've done it and continuing the number and continue going along with my stories and my conquests to 300. Well, till next week, this is Mr. 300. Have a good weekend.